Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. Hello, my name is Nicole and welcome to this week's episode of The Big Chat and I'm talking to two uh, creative ladies today, very exciting, it's a Monday morning we're recording, I'm uh, I'm feeling a bit tender after my weekend but I'm very excited to be chatting to these ladies, they are Alison and Elsa from the Tunbridge Wells Puppetry Festival, good morning. Morning. <laughs> How are That's you both? <laughs> we're we're uh, frantic, but we're 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 all good. But we're very busy. Very busy. So those yes. that are listening that don't know exactly what the puppetry festival is, why don't one of you, both of you, tell us a bit more about it and how it all started and what's happening at the moment because it's currently running, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we've just done a first weekend of events. So um, we've had three sell-out shows this weekend, which was a lovely start. Brilliant. Um, but the Puppetry Festival started four years ago um, as an opportunity to, it's got a very, very good strap line, I think, our festival, which is world-class entertainment for the whole family to enjoy. So we've not got much to live up to. Um, so, um, yeah, so we started with a first set of sellout shows this weekend um, and we play until the end of next weekend with a massive variety of events, all world class, obviously, because that's what we say we do. Um, and we certainly are doing that. Um, but there's events that are we've got a couple of premieres coming up. Um, we've got events for everybody from babies right up to anybody who wants to come along um, as an adult. So uh, it's a real mixture, a real mixture. And um, there's workshops in there as well. And yeah, I'm sure we'll go through lots of them over this interview. But um, Absolutely. I mean, so four years ago, so where else does this festival take place? Is it, you know, obviously we're blessed to have you here in Tunbridge Wells at the moment, but you know, where, where did it all start? Who's, whose brainchild was this? How did this all come about? Well, it was Linda Lewis started it in uh, 2015. Mm. It's a biennial festival, so it's every two years. Yeah. And in the fallow year, um, what Linda used to do was a community project, so work with a charity and bring puppetry to them. Um, so it wasn't forgotten about at all, and we just add to the, um, basically for the next festival, we just add, add momentum. Um, so, uh, so she started it in 2015, and so uh, she retired earlier this year and um, asked, she knew Elsa because Elsa worked on a previous festival and um, whether she would uh, consider taking it on. And Elsa wrote me in as well. So here we are. So, there you are. so, so, what's, your, so what's your background? Is it, have you always been doing this kind of work then, Elsa and Alison? What, what's your background before, before the festival? How did, the, how did they discover you? <laughs> well, we work together. We've worked together now for about five years, maybe a bit more. Yeah. Um, on Heaver Festival. Yeah. 
So, um, so that is what we do the rest of the time. And to be honest, now I just anything I take on, I, I say, well, I'll do it if my friends will do it with me. So, but we originally um, met, and um, funnily enough, about five years ago, our uh, our children were at school together in the same years, and um, Elsa was a new parent, and um, some of the other mums were saying, oh, there's the new mum joins us from uh, the theatre back. She works in theatre. I was like, oh, I wonder if I know her because I've worked in theatre back in the day and um, they told me what her name was. I thought, oh, that sounds familiar. And it turns out that we had worked on a pantomime together 20 years ago in Cambridge with the delightful Christopher Biggins. Oh, so, um, so, <laughs> and so, we're still friends. And we're still, so we have talked, we have talked until, um, yeah, until Elsa joined the school. And then, um, and then I was like, oh, what are you up to? And she said, will you work with me at Hever? And so here we are. And I mean, what, what, how do you put how do you put a puppet festival together? How do, I mean, there's you've got tell us about some of the some of the what, what do we call them acts or shows or you know tell us about what's going on at the moment and then how you kind of put that together because there's a lot. Obviously, I want to talk to you about the moon. Uh, the, uh, I'm all about the moon, so I want to know about that. But everything that you're doing looks absolutely beautiful. So can can you give us a run through some of the kind of things that you've got going on? <coughs> Yeah, I mean, it's slightly different this year in the fact that um, Linda over the years had done a lot of um, international work. So this year we had to think a bit differently because of COVID. Mm. So um, a lot of these performers are local or UK based. So it's lovely that we can do a festival because they've had a hard time too Mm. over the last 18 months. So it's really nice that we can work with all UK based companies as well this year. So, um, yeah, I think I, I think it's interesting what you say about um, what do we call all our events this year? Because you're right, we've got such a different variety of genres, really, because we do workshops in there. We've got uh, performances, obviously. We've got some online film screenings of puppetry work. We've had a competition uh, for students at universities. Um, and then obviously we've got the installation of the moon as well. So there is such a variety of forms of work that we've got coming up. But if we just discuss the first, for instance, the, the this next week coming up before um, we get as far as next weekend, which is when we've got, I think we've got over 30 of our over 40 events happening next weekend. Wow. But that doesn't mean to say what we've got this week isn't, you know, just as, just as important because we've still got another, what will we have had? We've had about 10 performances or so before we get there. So um, on Wednesday, we've got Eli and the Golem, which is uh, by a local theatre company. So we've gone, where we can, we've gone uber local with our artists as well, which is really nice because they, you know, puppetry is an amazing community. When you say, how do you book it? Um, You talk to one puppeteer and they pass you around to everyone else. So it's very useful, Um, but they all know each other. And um, yeah, it's, it's a lovely big community based it has there's pockets across the country where puppeteers tend to sort of congregate almost it's really interesting and um so yeah it, it's really good for that so it's strange face theatre company based in southborough mm-hmm. um they've been there for, for years and um they have always formed part of the festival program as well as they should do being so local but we've actually got the premiere of their latest piece um on wednesday this week um which is a piece based on the kinder transport, back, background of the kinder transport um, for um, 
and and Russell Russell Dean, who who runs the theatre company and has produced this piece, um, he wanted to tie it in with the walk by Little Amal from Turkey to Manchester, which, um, if anybody doesn't know, is the really stunning three and a half meter tall puppet, something like that. Uh, a little girl who's nine, she's about to be ten actually, it's her birthday soon, um, and uh, she is walking the distance. To, in support, to highlight the, the plight of refugees. Um, and she arrives in England, she arrives in Folkestone um, just after the Puppetry Festival. Yeah, two days after. Yeah. Which yeah, is a real so. shame we couldn't tie it in, but we've got the link through Russell because he's taking this um, Alien Magolan. Yeah, show. the piece he's premiering with us on Wednesday is going there. Um, and then later on in the same week, Thursday and Friday mornings, we've got shows for little tiny, so sort of six months plus. Um, up until school age. So um, we've got the dig at the assembly hall and we've also got the hug at Trinity Theatre. Um, and so th they, they all come before the big weekend where the moon opens next Friday night. And I mean, the moon, how, how is, how, how, how is that going to be? <laughs> I mean, how is that going to be installed? Because that's, that's going to be in, it, it's in the park, isn't it? It's in, it is. It's in Calvary Grounds, yeah. and it's going to be quite dramatic. It's yes. going to be a real centerpiece. I mean, it's so high up. It's ten. It's going to be up ten meters high, basically. So the the moon in itself is seven meters, seven and a half meters, I think, in diameter. Yeah. So to get that high enough off the ground so you can stand underneath it, mm. is so it's going to be. Yeah, we've got a structure, a truss, um, with four legs, and it's going to hang in the middle of it be like suspended on strings like a puppet <laughs> and, Absolutely. and so everybody should be able to see it from you know from the street if they're walking past uh, one of the entrances to Calvary grounds or if they get off the train station you know they should be able to see it um from any part in the park yeah um yeah. that's amazing we're hoping as well we're hoping as well that some people will take photos from their bedroom windows because there's Lots of houses, or people staying at Hotel de Van, all those yeah. kind of things. We'll take some photos from above as well, which would be really nice to see. Mm. That would be that would be fabulous. Have you got? You have got, mm. you have got. Like you need to get some drones out there. As we well. need some drones. We'll have some drones yeah. as well, definitely. I know they don't always yeah. like it over the parks. I know when we've done the soapbox, they've been a bit like, oh, you know, you've got to be a bit careful around where you drone, haven't you? But I mean, you've got to be able to yeah. come up high. But it looks stunning. So, I mean. How do you choose who can't, like you say, you've got involved with lots of local, there must be so many good people that you want to support and, and, and different workshops and things. How, how do you go through that process? How long does that take you to plan? I mean, how, how long has it been in the planning, this festival? Is it literally, you start planning the next one as soon as this one's finished? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think the thing for me is that uh, we were concerned about the fact that the festival has a great reputation for international work, mm. um, which is really important. It is lovely because one of the joys of the Puppetry Festival is if you come to our events, you will find that you see something you've never seen before. Yeah. And so... You know, it, it is a lovely opportunity for that. And obviously, the further afield you go, the more options you have for that. But there is such a lovely selection of work in this country that it's a really lovely opportunity to showcase that rather than move further afield, really. You, you've worked with a couple of the companies at Heaver before, haven't we? So, um, you know, there's a connection there. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they were just 
they would approach us. Some of them are linked to other puppetry festivals because there's a few that go around around the country. And um, some of them are people that we've always really wanted to work with as yeah. well, which is really nice to get those in as well. So um, yeah, we're really proud of every piece in the programme. It's, yeah. it's a it's really and you know, great. A lot, a lot of organisation must be involved. I mean, to get everything sort of running mm-hmm. smoothly like this, you know, obviously everyone turns up and it's it's fabulous, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, <laughs> isn't there? To get, to get it <laughs> spoken organized. like a true promoter, yeah. well said. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we've got it looks good. No one knows what's going on behind the scenes. It's fun. but it is, yeah. isn't it? It's that's that. It's uh, but certainly yeah. organising workshops and like you say, you're in different locations. You're in the Trinity and the Assembly Halls and the Park, the you know Cowley Grounds. That's that's a lot of different places to be. How big's the team that works on this? How big is, you know, it's not just you two. Looking at us, really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's impressive. (laughs) I'm impressed. (laughs) We are going to be running around like crazy. We are. But we've got a great team of volunteers. Mm. Um, There's volunteers at Trinity that are helping us. And then um, many volunteers that worked on previous festivals and um, volunteers that worked at Hebrew Festival Theatre this year, they're all coming on board. So, I mean, couldn't do it without them. They yeah. are invaluable. Yeah, we've also got another member of our Hebrew team who is he's working with us as well, a lady called Magda. So you you would see one of the three of us on at the weekends with our trainers on running somewhere, no doubt. Trainers is um, always better option than heels. Not heels are not absolutely, absolutely dignity out the window. <laughs> um, our, our, our volunteers are great. They start. The youngest is eleven, and the oldest is eighty-three. Oh, that's fantastic! So, I love that. Yeah, I bet yeah. the energy is is amazing, isn't it? When you're when you're all doing it, I bet it's brilliant. So, yeah. So tell me about great. one of the highlights of the weekend. We've obviously had the first weekend, the opening weekend. So tell us one of the one of the highlights of the weekend for for each of you that you really enjoyed. I know it's really tricky. Oh, this weekend. You want to say everyone was brilliant. All of it's amazing. So it doesn't mean that we're discounting anyone else. But your personal <laughs> highlight from the weekend. Well, luckily we've only had one show, yeah, so we don't was... have to choose. It's like choosing your favourite child. You <laughs> well, that's easy. That's easy. That's great. Well, that's, that's awesome. But it, but that went well. That went really well. Yeah, it was three performances of a show called Moose on the Moon that was um, brought to us by Russ and Stardust, who are also a very local company. Um, two ladies, Katie and Eleanor, and Katie does a lot of work with Trinity Youth Theatre. So we thought it was a lovely connection with the moon, just so that all the kids afterwards, they watched the show and then they made, uh, there was a workshop afterwards where they could make their own moose. So we were kind of encouraging them to bring their mooses this weekend to the moon. Oh, so, um, Yeah, it's a n- nice connection there. But um, as far as our highlights for next week, well, we don't know yet, do we? <laughs> we don't <laughs> no, know There yet. are no. no highlights, they're all highlights. They're yes. all <laughs> highlights, exactly. <laughs> who's, who's this lovely fox that keeps popping up everywhere? I keep seeing it. Isn't there, isn't there a fox? Oh, he's from the hub. Yeah, this, this chap. Yeah, he's gorgeous, isn't he? He is from The Hub, which is a a show on Friday, Friday morning, 10 o'clock and 11.30, for children, you know, basically children who aren't at school, so any age that aren't at school. And yeah, that that puppetry company um, always work with um, books, so children's books, they choose a children's book. So one of theirs was um, Arthur's Dreamboat. Okay. Uh, now that is a highlight of mine because I have a son called Arthur and I oh. first saw the show when I took my baby Arthur to it he is now 13 so now refuses to acknowledge that he ever <laughs> went there but um but they they their puppets are, are 
really stunning and they 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 build them all themselves and they um and they have a big set behind them as well so they're, they're a big splash those ones it's beautiful and I mean Mm. I can remember uh thinking that it would be a good idea to make something out of felt or I don't know something I thought I'd get creative it's really hard I mean it's really 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 hard even if you're they're really skilled aren't they yeah really I mean you know you sort of look at them and think oh yeah I could do that but I can remember giving it a go and some of them my mouse looked very strange and you know it's probably (laughs) but, but um but I mean they are just absolutely visually fabulous I mean I just absolutely love it um so so talk to me about what you love about doing this what's your passion about doing this other than you you know we talked about covid a bit you just sort of said I mean obviously last year couldn't do anything like this and people have been really affected there must be a lot of energy from people now that are able to do this again this year is that is that is it being quite quite emotional getting this out there again after what we've all been through yeah, absolutely. Everybody's very excited. Um, you know, everybody's had a very quiet year, so um, they are super keen to be with us. And um, yeah, it's been, it, you know, we haven't really had the chance to get emotional about it. We're yeah. just on, you know, full steam ahead. But, um, you know, it's it's been so good that everybody has been able to come with us on this journey and um yeah I mean we're we're super excited I must say uh, another thing that happened this weekend uh, which I forgot to mention was that um Astrid Goldsmith um put uh, her exhibition for us in the win- uh, we're using a unit in the um, Royal Victoria Place um, shopping centre and we're doing we did our workshops from within there we've got the album workshops there as well this weekend but in the windows, you must come and visit. We've got Astrid Goldsmith from Lock the Duck Studios has, um, has decorated these windows with um, scenes from her animated film. So she makes uh, model puppets and, um, and does stop motion animation films. And she, she made one last year. She works with the BFI a lot. And she made one called Red Rover. We've got a set from that film in one of the windows and the set from her previous film called Quarantine in the other window and all around well, we've got 10 shops around the RVP that have also got puppets in their window from her films so there's a little puppet trail for um for everybody to go and have a look at but they are really really special and she's working on a feature at the moment um of Red Rover but you can see Red Rover online at the moment through our website so um once you've seen the puppets or watch the film first, then come and see the puppets, but it's definitely worth seeing. It's only um, 20 minutes, is it? It's a short film. It's 13, I think, actually. And it's free to watch, which is one of the things that this festival is really, really keen to support is over well over half our program is is completely free to attend so um, we've we've got things like the Lost Colour Van, um, which is a COVID uh, it sort of has been born out of COVID in that it is a puppetry show that is completely self-sufficient, can turn up anywhere, and they actually play on the roof of their van. So they are two metres away from anybody, even if, the, if people are getting very up close and personal right. to their van, they are still are far enough away. So um, they're doing performances on Saturday, uh, uh, sorry, on Sunday at Trinity during the day. Um, we've got lots of free events on the Pantiles yeah. on the Sunday as well. Uh, again, throughout the day between 11 and half past three. Um, and then we've also, we're using the Millennium Clock 
to do a lovely, lovely show, a really little show, uh, all about a postman who loses the labels on the front of his packages and so has to open them all up to try and work out who in the village might own the contents. Oh, what a brilliant so, idea. Um, yeah, sweet, <laughs> isn't it? Really I'd sweet. quite like to do that, open up some packages. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Don't you? Yeah. Don't you open oh, anything yeah, that comes to your <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> when, when, is, when is that? When's that? So the Millennium Clock, that's obviously up at... That up is also on Sunday yeah, it's the Sunday one. It's worth actually having a look at the full programme for the Times because yeah. one of the joys of the Publishing Festival is we've actually, I don't know if you've seen this leaflet we've got, but on one side we've got the map here, yes. um, which which has on it all our venues marked out because yeah. it hopefully will help people, encourage people to work out their own trail yeah. that will mean that they can come to the jukeboxes, which are... Um, real live people with puppets inside jukeboxes singing songs up in the um, RVP during the day and then we've obviously got what we we're just talking about with special delivery outside on at the millennium clock there so they're all up there and then um, you can go down to Calvary Park to talk about the moon to see the moon which we will talk about I'm sure and then moving on down to the pantiles um, for some more free work down there. So there is a whole trail going down that we've got Trinity Youth Theatre members who will be able to walk us around it as well. They're doing a procession of their puppets Brilliant. they've been using in, in their workshops. So um, it, it's it's well worth having a good route of the map, get your highlighter out and yeah. highlight the times of the shows that you want to come to, and especially on the Sunday, because it will be easy to miss things. Um, we've worked it out so that you can go everywhere and see every single show if you're really keen on puppets on Sunday. Um, but you'd have to you'd have to be quite careful in your planning. Yeah, every single show. I mean, that what time would that start and what time would that finish? Well, if you start, <laughs> if you've got I'm your trainers keen. on, I might yeah. do that on Sunday. I mean, I <laughs> go on, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, it starts at eleven okay. and finishes about half past three. So oh, okay, they're, they're quite short. Quite yeah. a lot of these shows, they're not. They know they're, they're no more than half an hour each. Quite a lot of them are slightly less than that. So you can do it if you want to. And what's the most unusual place that you've? So we've talked about the Trinity the Millennium Clock. Is there anywhere else that we haven't mentioned that's slightly unusual where you're going to be popping up with puppets? I mean, I like the sound of the jukebox as well. That's very uh, <laughs> lovely. Well, we're going to the Forum, aren't we? Which right. is another venue that you know is hugely supportive of right. the festival, um, and also using the Camden Centre, which is a venue that I didn't know very well at yeah. all. Um, and they're really welcoming us as well. So um, I think that's probably it in terms of venues yeah. Um, yeah. with the, the pantiles as well down the other end. Yeah. So anything both ends of the town all around there. Have you got anything? Yeah. 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 We'll be on the bandstand and um, either side of the bandstand. <laughs> so taking up the whole the whole basically place. Basically everywhere, aren't you? <laughs> We're basically everywhere. And the the RVP have just been incredibly supportive of us at the moment. We have um, Eli and the Golem is rehearsing in there and has been so for a month now. Um, and then there's all sorts of free work in there. We've got our exhibitions in there and things. So um, they've never said no to us, which is, in fact, none of our venues have, but they are particularly big this year. So, yeah, no, it's, 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 we're very lucky. And I think it's, I think it's a, a um, you know, I mean, we've talked to obviously the Fringe Festival was early on this year and we talked to them as well and, it seems to be that every the town, certainly Tunbridge Wells, we've always worked together. It's always been a great community, but everyone does seem to be more supportive of, of all this kind of, you, you know, 
events now, which is great because I think after what we've been through where we just couldn't have anything, music, theatre, anything, um, it's nice to see everyone sort of collaborating as much as they can and coming together, isn't it? Like you're saying, the RVP have got really behind you. That's that's brilliant because, yeah, you, you know, because Tunbridge Wells is stretches over a lot of areas. There's a lot of different pockets of of areas, the mm. top and the bottom mm. and everything. So, I mean, that's fabulous. So, talk talk to me a bit more about the moon. I want to know about the moon. What what more can you tell oh. me about the moon without giving too much away? And other than the fact that we need to find people in their houses and staying at Hotel Devan to take pictures, please take pictures, please. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, well, I think. The, the excitement of it is that it is going to be the largest piece of public art seen in Tunbridge Wells, free to view. So, you know, from that point of view, yeah. it's a really exciting, yeah. exciting thing to happen. It, it will be there between noon and 9pm 9, 9 on Saturday and Sunday and 7 to 9 on Friday. Yeah. So it, it's an opportunity to see it both, in both ways. You can come during the day and see it. It will be internally lit, so it's it is extraordinary, beautiful, great big. So it'll be a different different experience in the evening when you come. Totally yeah. So it's, you want to see it twice. Yeah, yeah. at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it at Rochester Cathedral when it was in the cathedral, and I think I went three times in total because I just couldn't keep away because it is totally mesmerising, mesmerising, and just beautiful, just gorgeous. So, so tell me about the uh, gentleman that created the moon. Who 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 is the artist that created the moon? It's Luke Jerram. Yeah. So he uh, he also has another piece of work which is the world called Gaia, and I think he's got Mars as well. So he's um, he's working working his way through a <laughs> through the solar system. He's going to need like a big hanger or something to keep all this working. I mean, I've got yes. you know, fifty cards, and that's hard enough to store. But I don't know well, about they're... Moon, Mars, Gaia. That's quite. <laughs> it's, like... it's a lot. <laughs> they blow up balls, though, basically. So they do pack down. Oh well, that's that's good. I'll so just... smaller, but not that small. Yeah, but Luke Jerram is the man who um, years ago. It must be about. 10 years ago, I suspect, maybe not quite that long, um, did the art project of um, taking pianos into public spaces mm. and, and painting them beautifully and writing on the side, play me, I'm yours. Oh. And it was an opportunity for anybody in the public's place to um, play the piano. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And quite a lot of them are obviously been put away of, over the last couple of years, but they will be back. Cambridge has one that's quite a famous one that is played a lot. Um, he also did the most amazing um, massive water slide in the middle of a, a, a town square. And I can't remember where it might have been Birmingham. I'm not sure that could be wrong, but it was the longest water slide ever. Um, and you could go down it on a lilo um, oh, you know, if, you, if you were prepared to queue and were brave enough to do it. So he, he is majorly into you know public art and and making it fun and as in interesting to as many people as possible so he's definitely a, a lovely addition to the festival and a great artist to watch i mean yeah and just to just to get people really immersed into that whole experience isn't it because it's um yeah you know you're, you're completely literally going to be like and like you say seeing it during the day and then seeing it in the evening is just yeah you can so people yeah. can just literally go and have a look they literally yeah. can just turn up in the park and the, the only, the, the, I think the thing that's possibly given us the most sleepless nights of the entire festival, though, is if it's too windy. Yeah. And um, and if it's too windy, we have the 
real luxury of um, the Assembly Hall Theatre are going to lend us their auditorium. Um, and they have been just completely lovely about doing so on board totally, sort of saying to us, come on, tell us when you're doing it and what you're doing. And I'll say, well, we're really, we're intending not to, but could you please just keep your auditorium free for us just in case we need you? Uh, and they're, they're completely on board. Um, so if it is too windy, rain is fine, apparently. It's wind that is our problem. And if that's the case, we'll be moving it into the assembly hall. And what is the wind look? I mean, I, I had an entire bouncy castle <laughs> village that did not oh. go up for the second year of the soapbox. Yeah. I literally was like, said to the team, I was like, come on, let's just do a whole village of bouncy castles and just everything at the bottom of Dunorland. And yeah, the wind, we, we were not able to put anything up. It literally just... What did you do? Tell us. Just, Tell us just, what we should do. Well, we, I mean, we couldn't put everything into the auditorium anywhere. That was the problem. We couldn't do anything mm. like that. So, And it was one of those things that in the morning, it was just, you know, you're you're watching the reports, aren't you? And it, and it was obviously the guys that were doing it. They were like, we just, you know, you can't do it. And so you just have to call it. You just you can't do it. So we didn't do it. We had rain. We still managed to race the carts in the rain. And like you say, the rain's oh, well done. But it's the wind, isn't it? So, mm. But that's brilliant that you've got that. It's people can still go and see this. That's n The weather is not going to stop it. And is the weather yeah. looking? How is the weather looking? It, it, according to my phone, it looks great. Good. According to the weather forecast yeah. last night, the winds are picking up at the weekend. So I know which one I'm going. You just in. don't know, do you? You've got to cross yeah. your fingers and your toes. And, you know, it's, it's going to be brilliant. I mean, it just sound, sounds like you you obviously both enjoy this so much. Have you, are either of you creative in any way other than being like planners extraordinary? <laughs> I'm events? not at all. <laughs> she <laughs> is. She I'm is. She's crazy. making that up. She's no, seen her house. I like, very I like planning things apart from <laughs> I like doing events. Yeah, I think that's the way both of us, to be honest. That's yeah. the way we are. Yeah. And, and, what, and what do you love the most about planning and doing events other than sort of working together, which you clearly quite like doing yeah oh yeah, yeah. we'll miss each other when it's yeah <laughs> our husbands might recognize <laughs> do you know for me the thing about all of this and um going back to what you were saying about how we haven't had much many opportunities to to see anything in the arts recently um is that the, and we did this last summer uh, so obviously we, we did a whole season of theatre events at Heber this year but we did actually manage in that August do you remember we yeah. were all sort of allowed to be a bit freer last August and we all managed didn't we, to try and programme a few events and we did that at Heber and the thing that I've noticed more than anything else for all these audiences is the joy and it's just people are not only enjoying the experience of coming uh, of coming to a theatre event or, or a theatrical event of some sort, but the joy of being out and being sociable and being doing something. Of, I hate that word now. Now we all loathe it, don't we? Normal, but it, being able to do the things we used to do. We there was a time where we really thought we may not be able to again, didn't we? Without wishing to sound too dramatic, and I, I think that that is what is the loveliest thing about the events we just had this weekend you can sell out all you like and have a great show yeah. brilliant exactly what we need but it's just the pleasure in people saying i've really enjoyed coming out it's lovely to do something creative and and to do it as a, as a collective is is and over half the shows are outside so if anybody is a bit nervous about being in a theatre again there's something for them to come and see as well so mm -hmm. um we don't want to stop anyone from coming out and enjoying themselves 
except if they really don't want to, they can stay and watch other online films as well. So we really have tried to cover it from all angles. You really, you really have. I mean, I think, you know, it'd be great next year to come and join you with you and talk to some of the acts. I'd love to do that and come and Mm, do. Please. We're starting to do more of that now, sort of do roadshows and go out and actually see people. It's great because it's just so interesting to talk to all the different just there's just so much variety and I think we all have a much deeper better appreciation of everything in general really I think that's yeah we do one of the gifts that we got they were there were a few yeah yeah. I'd certainly say that was one of them what about you Alison what do you love about doing doing it the most is it same as Elsa there is it just the much it's yeah it's just seeing everybody all ages I mean there's you know there's no restrictions on this festival whatsoever I mean there, there are a couple of uh shows that we've we've said a recommended age is from you know eight plus or ten plus just because of the understanding of the content but um you know it's just there is a real mix and um it's just lovely you know, when we saw the programme all together, we're just really thrilled. We just really hope that everybody comes out, supports us, and uh, we can give them some enjoyment. Um, yeah, we just, uh, just yeah, get back to some normality. I'd, I can't wait. I've, I've got both my children at the weekends. I'm going to come down and have a look. For, for anyone that's so, obviously, the best place to go is the website. Let me yeah. know the website address. www.twpuppetryfestival.org. So anyone can get on there. They can have it. And what about socials? You're on all your social stuff. I'm sure people can follow you on there and see what people are up to. Is there a lot going on there as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're posting all the time. So we're TW Puppetry Festival on Facebook Great. and uh, TW Puppetry Fest on Twitter and Insta. Amazing. Well, I mean... You've probably got things to do today, haven't you? <laughs> got much, not, much, oh. not much to do. Just going to go and have a cup of tea now and chill out on a Monday yeah. morning. No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to definitely come down at the weekend and find find one of you or both of you, and I'm definitely going to please find do right. without a shadow of tell a your friends, tell yeah. your friends, you oh, know, no, tell absolutely. your kids' friends. Well, I think everyone, yeah. everyone knows it's going on, which is great. I think everyone, certainly that I've spoken to, it's, um, you know, everyone knows it's going on. And that's the nice thing with Tummage Wells. That people talk about, you know, what's going mm. on. So, yeah, I'm sure you're, well, like you say, you've, you've got a lot of support already with what you're doing. So I imagine it's going to be very busy. And I, I think the wind will be fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've got definitely. a good feeling. That's what I'm going with. I think yeah. I might if book not... a hotel divan and just get one of those <laughs> yes watching the moon from that and getting some stuff like that but it's been so nice to talk to you both this morning thank you for coming and having a chat with us and um best of luck with it all as it continues and by the time this comes out obviously it'll be well underway and you know people have already have been able to see the moon in all its glory and see more of it so really excited for you both and um have a good well, thanks for having us on yeah no you're very very welcome and the dog the dog made an, an appearance <laughs> sorry. it's oh, all right sorry. I thought he was going to come on screen I was quite excited about <laughs> it very dog friendly I should have done yeah should have done. we could have got him some earphones and everything I thought, you know maybe oh. and all sorts but have a wonderful day both of you thank you so much for joining us and um yeah we can't Pleasure. wait to hear all about it and how well it's gone Lovely. And we look forward to seeing you at the weekend. You will do. All right. Take care, ladies. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.